Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort Hay State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans, wow, you've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, Thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, and compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Ness City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. G&L Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs. And a good Monday. Welcome into Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock joined by four-day state head football coach Chris Brown. We're live at the Golden Q, so we certainly invite you to come on out. Join us for lunch today, the grilled cheeseburger special. That's the traditional Monday burger of choice, so you want to check that out. Of course, full range of burgers. They've got their burger of the month. Always have great food and drink specials. And if the game's on, they're open. A little Monday night football action tonight. Baseball playoffs throughout the week. The World Series getting underway, so stop on by here at the Golden Q. They're two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. Tigers coming off a win on Saturday in Warrensburg. They knock off the Mules. It was a thriller, but they pulled it out with a touchdown to the final seconds, 21-17. to 17. Coach, congratulations. Um, Central's kind of going through a year that you're going through. Both expected to be better as far as the standings and the win-loss record, but bottom line, you found a way to win. It wasn't always the prettiest, maybe it wasn't always the best, but as we have found out, it's hard to win football games. It's really hard to do it in the MIAA, so you never apologize for a win, and your your guys found a way to get it done. Yeah, we'll take the dub. You know, it, it was it was tough. You know, we came out and got up 14-0, then it seems like once we missed the, the field goal, it just kind of fell apart from there just a little bit, but you know, our guys did find a way there in that last drive to, to, to go win that ball game, and you know, the last play of the game, a little scary as well with that Hail Mary, but we got it knocked down. But, you know, proud of our kids. You know, it's a tough place to play. It's a great atmosphere, um, you know, but we did the things we needed to do to win that ball game. And uh, it might not have been pretty all the time, but just the fashion we did it in, too, with, you know, Bucky being out in that last drive, Manny being out in that last drive, and those kids that stepped in for them. You know, getting in there, doing a good job, and, and making the plays they needed to make to help us win that ball game. I know it's Monday, and... Uh you guys get home late and, and you know really don't do much yesterday you'll have meetings later today a- any word and any update on those two because obviously they are key key elements in that offense now we'll see i know manny's with the dog today just to make to check some things out and do some you know x-rays and things like that just to make sure everything's good and you know bucky it's just more of a thigh bruise than anything else it's just one of those things it's during the game it's really tight and you can't get it loose but he was in the 
training room yesterday, getting ready. He'll be there again today, and uh, we'll probably just have to monitor him through the week to, to see what he can do, but I'm sure he'll be back and be ready to go. Yeah, he unfortunately, he kind of took a shot on the thigh, and, and, uh, and you even saw Chance a little bit, kind of, you know, the old tap, my fault. Kind of, he kind of hung some receivers out a little bit. Some of it was, you know, it happens in football, but those two took some big-time shots across the middle. But it's a testament to them because they're not afraid to take that shot across the middle. And you know when they're back, they're going to go back and do it again. It's it's football. You know, if you're a receiver, you know you're going to, you're going to get hit. And uh, might as well catch the ball if you're going to take some type of punishment. I know as a DB, I love to punish those receivers. So, I mean, don't come across the middle and be ready. So you ready don't feel with... sorry for them no. is what you're saying. Yeah, no, it's, it's part of the game, and it's just the way it is, and that's the position you chose to play. So enjoy the hits that you're going to take. But, you know, it's probably like three or four on Bucky's leg that he's taking this year, and it's always the same you leg know, and not no, the that's other. How it works. So, but, you know, he's a tough kid. He was, he was ready to go yesterday. I was talking to him. He goes, I'll be ready. Don't worry about me, Coach. I'll, I'll be ready to play. Well, and, and you, you kind of touched on it. Um, Wilt Fong got to be so happy for him with everything he's battled through, uh, a scare with cancer, to get his first career touchdown catch in that situation. That was a great play. And, and yet some other kids, uh, Stapp, I think, caught a pass in there, the Colby freshman uh, down the stretch because of some of those injuries and needing some players who maybe don't get a play in those situations especially. But for them to step up and make some plays, that's always exciting. And it's just the kids, you know, being prepared for that moment, right? If you don't prepare for that moment and expect him to get in the game, then you're not ready. And, you know, they were. You know, Will Fong did have a little tip. You know, ball was kind of thrown behind him. They intercept the ball. And as coaches, you get upset with those guys. But, you know, to see him come back and make that last play for us to score that touchdown it was huge and just the excitement on his face. And hopefully that really starts to light the fire and show him that, hey, here I am. I can do these things. And, and he moves forward and, and becomes a great, great tight end for us. Well, and, you know, you, you won a game like this. You had to come back against Carney. But uh, and we talked a little bit about it on the program last week. I mean, you look at the MIAA. When you have success, you win the close ones. You find a way to win the game like you had on Saturday. Whether you play well or don't play well or whatever, you're going to get in this league, I mean, you play 11 games, seven of them are probably going to come down to the last possession or two or one or two plays. And you look at Northwest, you look at Kearney this year, Washburn this year, they're winning those games. When you've had your conference championship teams or conference contending teams, you've won most of those games. And to win this league, that's what it takes to do that. You have to win those tight ones. It is. You know, you look at us, you know, we're four and four right now. And, uh, 28 points, you know, in those four losses, and that's only one touchdown. And so, you know, it was 18, but then, you know, we lost by 10 the, other, the last, you know, last time we lost. But it is, it's, it's a close race every single year. Every team's in, you know, has a chance to win the conference and, or at least be second or third in the conference. And it's, it's just a tough league. You got to be ready to play week in and week out. And uh, we just haven't had those bounces, you know, like we had in the past, you know, 17, 18. You know, those were some of the, we could have been easy seven and four, six and yeah, five yeah. in those years. You know, 11 no season was, I mean, I can't believe. That's hard to do, and, uh, and but we just weren't getting the bounces that we got, and we weren't making the plays that, you know, we did back then. But it's there's a lot of youth on that field right now, and they're 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 getting better each and every week, and you're, and you're seeing that improvement each week. And you see a lot of those youth make plays. Uh, uh, Mason Perez, the Larned freshman, got thrust into a starting role because of injuries uh, to Will White and others, and he tipped the ball that you got intercepted. He made he ran out of real estate, made an unbelievable, which would have been an interception, but he landed out of bounds. Kind of showed his athleticism on that pass on the, the near sideline in that fourth quarter. Yeah, he is, and he's you know made a play in the end zone as well on the kid, and uh, you know he's really starting to come into his own, and uh, you know. By the time the kid's a junior, he's, he's going to be a phenomenal football player. And there's a lot of those kids, you know, at this right now that are playing that are going to be phenomenal fo football players. But, you know, it's just 
youth, you know, when you're young and you got a lot of unexperienced guys on there, but we do have a little bit of a few guys that do have experience. You know, it's going to hurt you sometimes, but they're starting to grow each week. You know, we still got to realize that they're just freshmen, but we want to play like juniors and seniors, <laughs> and, and they're just not quite ready yet, you know, strength-wise, weight-wise, and all those things. We're live at the Golden Q. It is Tiger Talk, and you can chime in. We've already had some questions submitted, but you can still submit one here during the program. All you have to do is go to fhsuathletics.com, the four-day state athletic webpage, and click on Fan Zone. You'll see it up on the, uh, a line of menu items. You'll get a drop-down there on the very bottom of the drop-down menu. You'll see Tiger Talk Ask the Coach. Submit your question. If we use it, you'll be in the running for a gift certificate from the Golden Q. I think it's a $25 gift certificate they'll be giving away uh, for uh, the questions every week. So chime in with a question. We'll still get to it here on the program, and we'll get to the three we've had submitted already a little bit later on in the program. Tiger Talk is brought to you by GNL Tire and Automotive. Tires for all driving conditions and budgets, excuse me, along with complete automotive service and repair. GNL Tire, just east of 8th and Main, they're on the bricks in downtown Hayes. We'll take our first break. More Tiger Talk straight ahead here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wertenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Vision. Value. Integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders. Vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Complete expert service and repair for whatever you drive. That's what you'll find in GNL Tire and Automotive. Over the decades, they've kept up with all the changes, and they always give you a free estimate and answer any questions you might have before any work is done. And of course, tires is in GNL Tire's name because they have a complete line of tires for all vehicles, situations, and budgets. GNL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. Treehouse fumbles. Wilkerson picks it up in the backfield. The running back looks like he wants to throw. He will throw, and it's tipped in. Intercepted by Starks. The pass was tipped by Mason Perez, and Starks picks it off in front of the Tigers' sideline. Fort A. State, just their second interception of the season. A busted play, and the Tigers get the turnover. They'll have it at their own 40-yard line. 
Yeah, one of the key plays in the first quarter on Saturday. Tigers got one of those to go their way finally, and they go on to beat Central Missouri 21-17. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We are at the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. Uh, nice to see Jordan get the pass uh, interception tipped by uh, Perez. Kind of a goofy play. The quarterback fumbled, running back picked it up, and I'm guessing when they did their film study, they probably tell them you should just run the ball and not try to pass it. But uh, you'll take the break. But it was a good job, heady play by both of those guys to get an interception, which has kind of been lacking this year. Just your second pick this late in the year. Yeah, you know, we're used to more than that. And a lot of that goes to, you know, getting pressure on the quarterback and uh, a little bit tighter in our coverage. And, you know, when you're young, you don't want to get beat. You don't want to get beat. So you try to just try to play a little softer and then also try to play a little aggressive and you get beat so it's just all those things that are coming together come to play and as they mature and get better you know that those in, those turnovers will come as well but you know they're cool they're, they're running backs throwing a couple of passes you yeah. know, all year long so he, he probably wasn't he was just trying to make a play and uh, i'm glad he he made he tried to make that play for us and uh you know you know getting our hands on it and, and getting the interceptions a big play for us there were a lot of you know, they they had a big day offensively numbers wise and passing the ball and and they, there were a lot of receivers for them open throughout the day with with a with a lot of space. Yeah, they did a good job of just kind of you know sitting that guy deep and putting the guy in front of us and uh, you know you kind of get caught in that area of where do I, do I stay on the deep one? They're going to jump to the short one. Do I stay on the short one? They're going to throw into the deep one and, uh, and they did a good job of, of buying the quarterback time and him giving him time to to throw that deep ball and uh, there's a couple they were wide open. I mean they. They run the corner and safety out and bring them all the way across the field, and it's that's a tough play to defend, and uh, hopefully we can hit one of those our, by ourselves, you know, one of these days here soon. Yeah, we've seen, and we've seen a lot of teams try to do that with that drag route, whatever you want to call it, and, and just it, it, it's been a problem. I'm sure it's been a problem for a lot of teams, but it is difficult to defend. It is, you know, just because there's there's, there's so many guys in there. You run people out, and then you got one guy sitting there that's got to really defend two guys, and you know, you, you stay on the deep when they throw the short one. It's still a 10 to 12 yard gain, so it kind of puts you in a bad spot. But that's all about getting pressure on that quarterback and not getting him time to throw that ball. Do you feel your tackling has improved? Because I know early on that was one area of concern that uh, uh, you weren't thrilled about. In this game, no. I mean, <laughs> well, there was there was tons and tons of missed tackles, and it was just you know taking away an angle, you know, taking the right angle, uh, running our feet and not stopping. Uh, we were grabbing instead of, you know, using our shoulder pads and running through guys. And uh, you saw a lot of I mean, there's a couple of plays in there where we have four or five guys miss. And, you know, that's just unacceptable. So we got to do a better job of, of really running our feet, grabbing jersey, and, and just not stopping. I mean, the thing is, I feel like we stop our feet once we make contact to continue through it, you know, and using our shoulder pads and wrapping up and grabbing jersey. So that's something I'm sure Coach Harris and his staff will be working on this week to make sure that. No, we don't have those problems again. It felt like, especially some of your younger guys, you'd see that they would, they would get there and either over pursue, and then then you're um, left trying to reach back, grab a jersey, and try to do something. Or in a case, I think it was their first touchdown when Tweehouse scrambled for the uh, or the the second one when he ran for the touchdown. I mean. Two guys, I mean, how he broke out of that dead the rights and somehow broke free from what looked like to be a sure sack and got the touchdown. Yeah, it is. It's just, I mean, just you just got to finish the play, and that's all there is to it, and, and not stopping your feet and just, you know, do they have their eyes closed when they're hitting sometimes? Because sometimes guys do that. They close their eyes, and they're going for that contact and seeing the, the, the complete hit. And, uh, you know, those are just things. But, again, it's young. It's just 
No, you can't stop your feet. You got to get yourself in good position. You got to grab jersey. You know, we just weren't doing that. We we're just kind of slipping off of them. Well, it led to some big plays on on their behalf, and certainly made it a, a much closer game than I think everybody would have preferred. But the Tigers get the win. We are at the bottom of the hour, so let's go ahead and use this opportunity to pause ten seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. The Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Gerard Welbrock, head football coach Chris Brown. We are at the Golden Q. It's Tiger Talk on this Monday, and it's brought to you by the Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. Check them out at Golden Belt Bank. Dot com. And again, we invite you to participate in the program. Send us your question for the coach. We'll get to him a little bit later on in the program. All you have to do is go to FHSUathletics.com, click on the Fan Zone link, and we'll give you a drop-down menu. There at the bottom, you'll see uh, the link to uh, hit and uh, send your question. Again, if we use it, uh, you'll be in the running for a free gift certificate, a $25 gift card for food here at the Golden Q if the game's on, they're open. Tigers coming off a win over Central. Central Missouri on Saturday, knocking off the Mules by a final score of 21 to 17. Uh, had a, a again a good stretch there in that uh, first quarter. You scored a couple of touchdowns. Waiters hit Budke, uh, Fuller hit Manny Ramsey. You got off and running. Felt like here we go. And then, as we've seen this year, you mentioned finish, and it seems like your team gets a lead. They kind of have a little bit of a letdown, or I don't know, goes in cruise control. But finishing, finishing tackles, finishing games, finishing whatever has been a bit of an issue. It is, and that's something, you know, as a coaching staff, we preach and preach and preach, you know, on a daily basis, changing things up in practice to learn how to finish and, you know, all these different things, even to start fast, you know, and it comes down to, you know, sometimes your kids just got to gotta do it on their own. You can only do so much for them, but there's got to be this maturity level and leadership to, you know, hey, here we are in this situation. We're 14-0 right now. What are we going to do to keep the throttle down and, and, and keep this lead and, and maybe even put up some more points? And uh, we just haven't been able to do it. And I, I'm just, as a coach, you're here and try to figure out what else can we do to hopefully keep this thing going. But I don't know, just a letdown or, you know, we're maybe we're start, we stopped seeing things the way we were seeing them, you know, you know on the offensive side or do we have a little let up on, on, on the O-line or, you know, whatever it might be. But a couple of big plays, you know, hurt us as well that, that we can't allow. But, I don't know. We're, we're trying to figure that out. I'm talking with the kids as much as we possibly can about what can we do differently to, to make sure that this doesn't happen. But, you know, ultimately it comes down to them and their decisions and, and how hard they continue to play. Well, you got the pick. You gave you a touchdown. You get a stop. Yeah, I think they uh, you forced a three and out, got the ball back, got another touchdown. Then you forced them to punt, got a big sack from uh, uh, John Johnson, and then you missed the 44. I think it was a 44-yard field goal try. And as you said, that kind of took the momentum out. Uh, and for whatever reason, just came out slow in that second half. But for those three drives, I mean, you had to be thrilled. You got two touchdowns and were in a position to get at least three more. And, boy, how much different a 17 nothing feel at halftime than 13, 14 nothing. It would have been amazing, you know, just being in that situation and knowing, they knew, knowing what they're going to have to do when they come out, you know, because we did a pretty good, decent job of stopping their run game and trying to make them one-dimensional. But, uh, you know, it's just – when you look at these possessions, you know, there's haven't been a lot of possessions, you know, in these games. I mean, they've just been long, drawn-out 
I mean, what did we have? Four possessions in the first half, or maybe three, and and, Four. and that's really it. And you know, we're used to having six, you know, in, yeah. in these games, and we really haven't been getting those. And you know, teams are going doing a good job of keeping our offense off the off the field, and. Uh, no defense, we just got to get some stops so we can get our offense back out there. Well, and there's more pressure when you have those possessions. And some of that, I mean, you talk about the turnovers. If you don't create as many, that's less chances to gain more. They had two 17-play drives, but I thought that was key. Two drives back-to-back late in the first half, and then their first possession in the second half. They both go 17 plays, but they only get seven points. That goal line stand was uh, was huge. That was big. I mean, that was a tremendous play, and and. We needed that. You know, you going to half fourteen seven. It's it, it's a it, it's a whole different ball game again. Now they're not playing catch up, and, and that's a big play. And glad the officials got it right. You know, with the fumble because you, sometimes you just don't know. But they did get it right, and uh, you got the ball back. But now you got to take a knee in that situation yeah. just to to get out and in that tight little area. It makes you kind of nervous. Thank goodness, chance is smart enough to not to nail it in the end zone. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Um, were you a little concerned? I mean, did you have to to uh, to lend your expertise on that call because uh, the initial signal was touchdown, but then they, t- to their credit, got together and got it right. I guess kind of the Kenny Stabler rule: if you fumble, the only one who can advance it is the uh, is the fumbler. That was not the case in that play. But any, any nerves? Uh, worried about them not getting it right? I was waiting to see what they happened. You know what happened? What, what decision they came up with? You know, and I was, of course I was screaming out there: fourth down, you can't do. You know if. <laughs> Not really screaming, but just kind of right. talking to the official next to me, saying, "Hey, here's the rule. You guys know the rule." And then they got it right, which was good. And you know, Coach, you know, Brian did a good job of telling Chance, "Okay, look where we're at," yes. and, and making sure you don't go into the end zone. You got to stay as tight to the center as you possibly can. And he did that. And he took it a snap under center, which is rare. I mean, you don't really do that very often. Yeah, we could in that situation, yeah. especially with taking the knee and and getting the eyes because I mean, it was tight. You just yeah. you don't want to run the ball, so you know, get some get a good safety right before the half, but. You know, we've done it. We did work on it every day in practice. You know, in pre-practice, about five or ten minutes just to make sure that our our quarterbacks can do it. And uh, you know, so that's something that we don't, you know, shy away from. We just got if we can do it, if we need to do it, we do it. Well, Tigers get the win on Saturday, twenty-one seventeen. We'll talk about the second half. We'll get to your questions again. You can chime in. Uh, go to fhsuathletics.com and uh, submit your question. We'll get to it today, and we'll preview Saturday. The Tigers back at home, an afternoon game at home. First afternoon home game of the year. They'll take on the Emporia State Hornets, and we'll have a preview of ESU, who is also four and four, like the Tigers. As we roll along, Tiger Talk brought to you by Adams Brown. They do more than just run numbers and file tax returns they work hard to become a strategic ally adams brown strategic allies and cpas check them out adams brown we'll take a break more from tiger talk here on the tiger sports network built by paul wertenberger construction there's an exciting new business coming to downtown hayes the fort will be opening soon the fort located in the former wild rose building will serve food a wide variety of drinks and will feature games and entertainment will be completely different than anything else in western kansas the fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team call or stop by the golden queue in hayes to apply for positions at the fort training will begin at the queue apply today and join the team at the fort in downtown hayes when harvest starts you need equipment at a dealership you can count on bti equipment is your harvest headquarters with a full line of john deere equipment parts inventory and highly trained service technicians to keep you up and running sign up for your no-cost winter service inspection now spots are filling up fast schedule your service request online anytime visit btiequip.com for details 
Call BTI. BTI Equipment, our family in partnership with your family. As an athlete, the one thing you dread most are injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings, 8 to 9. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, 785-261-7599. Wouldn't it be great if you could sit down with the family, have all of the cooking, cleaning, and dishes done? Well, that's why you go to the taco shop. We'll do it all for you. October specials include chicken bacon ranch quesadilla for $4.79, beef nacho supreme $6.39, and pork soft taco is $2.19. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order or have them deliver. Come on down to the taco shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Play action. He's got Bucky wide open. He makes the catch at the 10. Five. Touchdown. Ford Hayes State. Bashan Waiters hit a wide open Hunter Butkey. The only question was would he catch it? And it kind of bobbled off his fingertips. But Butkey hauls it in and takes it in for the score. His 16 catch of the year. And it's six to nothing. Tigers with 509 to go. Yeah, it was a big play. Tigers' first touchdown after the Jordan Starks interception. We are at the Golden Q, the home of Tiger Talk. Stop on by. They've got the grilled cheeseburger on this Monday. Of course, have their burger of the month going on here to the end of October. We'll have a new one coming up here next week. And, of course, they have different daily food and drink specials. So check them out, the Golden Q, if the game's on, they're open. Tiger Talk also presented by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology and compassion all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, they're the official team physicians for Fort A. State Athletics. I feel like we talk about it every week, but there's Vashon Waiters comes in and makes a big play. Of course, scored on the option last week. This time uh, found Hunter Budke. When a guy is that wide open, because, I mean, you look up and then you see, I mean, there's nobody within 15, 20 yards of Hunter that might be the most scary thing for everybody I because mean, you can just watch the flight of the ball and you know what's coming. But for a receiver, sometimes those are almost more difficult than if you got a guy draped all over and you got to make a, a catch in traffic. They are. It's just that you have time to think about it. And, you know, we always try to tell them not to try to catch it twice, catch it the first time. And he almost Hunter caught did. it maybe the third time. <laughs> maybe the third time, yeah. I mean, it is, I mean it, that's, it, it is so nerve-wracking as, as a receiver, but you just got to kind of put yourself in the situation. You know you got to make that play, and you put a lot of stress on yourself, and sometimes you overthink it, and, and you try to be uh, too locked in. Sometimes it, it gets you, but, no, he pulled in. It was a great play by those two. It was a great play, great touchdown, kind of got you off and running on that one, and then uh, chance hitting Manny on the uh, – on the, the, the second touchdown, a great job of Manny getting inside position and just kind of holding on to it and giving a, a nice spot for a chance to lob that ball up to. Yeah, well, it's probably one of Chance's better throws this year. You know, it really put it where only the, the receiver could catch and had to worry about the defender, you know, right on the money. And, uh, and a great shot. I mean, it was just a play we, kinda, we worked on all week. Kind of knew they would kind of over-pursue it, and, and they did, and, uh, you know, we were able to get that touchdown. Yeah, and it was fairly decent coverage. I mean, he had a defensive back there, but he did a good job. And, and we saw that with some of the other guys. Uh, 
it feels like the routes have gotten better. I know that was an issue early on this year, but it feels like the receiving core has gotten a little bit better by running crisper routes, and because of it, uh, they've been able to to be a little bit more open or in a better position to make a catch and make a play. Yeah, they are. And it's just you know when you run your routes hard and you know where you're supposed to be, and you now you're able to read some coverages and and know what spot you're supposed to sit down in or whatever it might be. I mean, that, that makes things so much easier for your quarterback. And, uh, you know, he's trying to tell you these things during practice, and we're trying to tell you these things during meetings and stuff. But it ultimately comes down to on game day, can you do those things and, and continue running hard? Even though you might not be getting the ball, if you continue to run your route hard, I mean, uh, that's going to open up things for everybody else. And it's not being selfish, you know, and that's the main thing about football. You can't be selfish if it's – even though it's not going to benefit you, you still got to go hard and do your job and do your assignment to benefit those around you. Thought a couple times on, uh, uh, I think maybe the the drive that you scored the ultimate game winning touchdown. Uh, they set a delay blitz and saw Keelan Chapman make a great read and just take the I can't I think it was a linebacker just kind of pancake him into the rest of the line. Gave chance that extra time to make a big play downfield that kind of set you up for that game winner. Yeah, it really did. And you know he Keelan does a good job. I mean he's He's a strong kid, and he's a, he's a physical kid as well. And, uh, you know, when he wants to, he can run you over, and he needs to quit trying to jump over people because, I mean, that's like a that's like a high jump that, on that one. But but he is. He's, he's a hard-nosed kid. He, he plays hard, and, you know, we need to continue to use him, you know, in those situations. But he is smart enough to see the blitzes coming and knowing who he needs to block, and uh, when he blocks him, he's pretty physical. Didn't see uh, much of uh, Adrian Soto. It's just kind of how the, the game was going, or Keelan had the had the hot hand and was playing well? Just kind of the way it was going. You know, our, our again, our run game wasn't real solid, you know, in this game. And uh, I wish we could can get back to the, our old ways of being able to run the ball. And, uh, you know, sometimes, again, it's just coming down to that one guy or really us not coming off the ball and being physical and, and, and aggressive and, and moving guys. It's more of a stalemate right now than – know moving getting to the next level and, and open up some some holes or maybe a tight end not kicking out you know the end as well and just kind of making a stalemate is there so that that gap's gone so we just got to become more physical in it and, and, that, and that's the number one thing if you can be physical up front you know the run game's going to go and uh hopefully that starts again this week you did have a third and one i think it was in the first half and converted that has been a problem third and fourth whatever but short yard it's trying to run for that first down you're able to, to at least convert one of those but I guess you you, you got to start somewhere and hopefully that's a start yeah it is and you know i believe it was keelan mm-hmm. that had it and i mean yep. he you saw he was not going to mess around he was straight downhill he's going to be physical and, and get through it to make sure he got the got the got the first down but sometimes you just test those kids and you know you talk to them in practice say, here's a situation for you what are you going to do and then and you have to get this no matter what if there's five guys on it you got to get it and you know he was determined to get it and he got it your offensive line is kind of i mean it was a, a battle some auditions for positions early you kind of settled on a starting five now you've gone through some injuries you kind of had a mix and match last week uh looked like you kind of settled on your five or six for this last game how did, how did they do because i know it sounds crazy but you insert somebody else who hasn't been there you just an offensive line is such a feel and knowing what your guy next to you and both sides are doing and how you're going about blocking uh how, how did they grade out and, and the challenges they have had they did okay you know it's just still one of those things where it's just you still got a new guy next to you you know that really hadn't played a lot and then you know got some young guys on there as well and don't have a lot of playing experience and 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 really in this game it was just you know us getting stalemated and they were kind of giving us a few different looks but nothing out of the ordinary that we really haven't seen or talked about but you know just like a little different angle on your block or just be a little bit more physical but they were really triggering hard 
you know, on our run game with safeties and, and different things like that. So, you know, they did okay. I still think, you know, across the board, you know, offensively and defensively, we're still not play, playing to the physicality that I want. And, and once we finally get there, I mean, I think we're going to be hard to stop. I would think that kind of goes in hand in hand. We talk about the lack of creative turnovers. That has something to do with it. Yeah, it does. And it's just young kids, you know, they're not, don't quite have the strength yet. They don't quite have the weight yet, you know, so they're trying to take on blocks. They're trying to hit these receivers that might be a little bit bigger than they are as well or tight ends and, and even running backs. So it's just getting, getting these kids, you know, more acclimated to the game of football and understanding what they got to do moving forward, you know, to make themselves better football players. And that's weight room, you know, watching what they eat, making sure they're eating the proper things to put on some weight and, and making it important, you know, and, you know, football needs to be the most important thing, you know, that they're, that's in their, on their minds right now. Of course, school, too. But if you love football and football is really important, you're going to get your grades and all those things because you have to be eligible to play. So, I don't know, it's just we got to get back and, and, and get to work and, uh, you know, get stronger. Felt like on that last drive, I mean, you went, you had Okachuku had a great game. We'll talk about him in a minute. You had uh, a Bama in there. But you, you went a little bit bigger at wide receiver. I know Manny was out with the, with the injury, but it seemed like you got some bigger guys. Is that because of some of the stuff they were doing and some of the size in their secondary? It just felt like one of those games you needed some 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 bigger dudes out there. They're just coming around. You know, like Okachuku is really coming around, and uh, um, Bama is starting to come around. I mean, those two guys on the outside, those are some really big guys. And then our tight ends aren't small either, you know. And, you know, a little slot position with our ages, Manny, and, you know, Schremer playing a little bit of that and staff, you know, it just – the way the things kind of worked out for us and and, and josh was was playing pretty well you know and catching some balls and, and giving them some fits so you know you go with the hot hand and you go with the guys that think that you think are going to help you win the ball game and uh hate saying that. i wish they would all come in and, and just play hard you know <laughs> be the guys all the time but sometimes games just aren't for some guys and some games you know it's for the others so you just got to go with the hot hand and who's, who's doing playing the best you mentioned josh nine catches 100 48 yards and uh, i know he had kind of it was dinged up a little bit and really hadn't been a big factor but boy the last three games you're kind of seeing what i know you guys liked about him big big body good hands making some good catches and he was instrumental if he didn't have every one of those you probably don't win on saturday yeah we don't but there's still you know a few things in that game that you know wish he he could have done better and you know, he needs to just work on going up and getting the ball, you know, as, as big and as strong as he is. And even with Bama, too, as big as those guys are, if they'll just kind of stop their feet and go up for a ball. You know, we'll get some pass interference calls instead of making those things so difficult. But, you know, I'm, Josh is really coming around. I mean, first-year guy, he's still trying to figure out what we're doing offensively. But, you know, he'll get there. He just, he just needs to keep continue to play better and play faster each week and, uh, you know, learn to go get a ball and use his body. You know, use that body, use that speed, and, and go make some things happen. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Taco Shop. Dine in, carry out, or fast delivery, 625-7114. Or you can use their handy Taco Shop app, the Taco Shop. You've never had it so good. We'll take another break. More Tiger Talk for the Golden Q next. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. 
Nextech Business Technology Solutions are designed to drive client success. We define solutions to fit your business and physical and cybersecurity, managed IT, M365, and cloud phone. So call us up for a free network assessment or a dark web scan. Let's get started. Sign a qualifying deal and choose Apple AirPods Pro or an Apple Watch SE. Nextech, celebrating 70 years, a legacy of connectivity. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. October is National Cooperative Month. Midwest Energy is a customer-owned cooperative, meaning everyone who takes service is a part owner. You vote to choose your board of directors, and you share in the economic success of the co-op. Like all co-ops, Midwest Energy promotes development in our communities through employee involvement by supporting schools and the Midwest Community Fund. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Chapman to the right of Fuller. Okachuku, the long receiver left side. Fuller bootleg right. Throws the end zone. Wide open. Wilt Fong. Touchdown. Ford Hayes State. Hayden Wilt Fong. First career touchdown. And the Tigers take the lead with 26 seconds to go. Yeah, big play there. Gave Ford Hayes State the lead. They hold on. I think we'll hear the final play, which gets a little nerve-wracking on a Hail Mary jump ball, but the Tigers knock it down and win it on Saturday. Uh, we are live at the Golden Q, so stop on by anytime. The game's on there open. Got to get to some questions before we take our final break and preview Emporia State. Um, one of them, when you're in punt formation, the advantage of having the punter run to the side rather than just catching and punting the ball. The way I guess kind of more of a rugby style than the old straight on punt. That's what a lot of people are, are doing now anyway. The NFL, you know, doesn't do that at all. They're not allowed to, but it's just you don't get a lot of pressure, you know, and it gives your your, your cover guys a chance to get downfield and, and, and cover a little bit quicker as well. And but it also gives your punter more time to to kick the ball downfield and 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 hopefully get you know better kick. We we probably do need a few longer kicks out of that, you know, but we're just not quite there yet. But it's all about the. Not getting pressure, getting your guys downfield to cover so they can't get a return, have to fair catch it. I thought Sossum was better. He had a 57-yarder. He got a little more a little more distance, a little more height on those kicks, more hang time, I guess, a proper way to say that. But I thought he was a little bit better on Saturday, and, and that's a good sign. It is, you know, and again, freshman, true freshman. You know, first time playing American football, and he's used to Australian <laughs> football, you know, and he's, he's just trying to figure how out how this whole thing works and understanding pressure, catching snaps, you know, and those things. But, you know, week in and week out, he's getting better and better. So, I mean, as long as he continues to do what he's doing, you know, his punts are getting longer there. He are getting deeper. I just think he's starting to feel comfortable now finally. Well, I talks about some of the players that didn't make the trip to Warrensburg due to injuries and kind of a timeline and ask about Manny and, and – um, and uh, Bud Key, which you just discussed, I guess Keon Clark would be the most notable. I know he's a bit dinged up right now. He is, and, and, and hopefully that's just a you know one to two week thing, you know. And then you know he's got looked at last week, and and a lot of the things that we do are just for player safety as well. You know, you don't want to put them in when they're not ready, and and really end up having something terrible happen to them as well. So 
you know, if, if they're too bad or we feel like they're, they're not able to go, we're not going to play the young man just to make sure that he's okay. And, you know, we might get a few back this week. Um, hopefully Keon is one of those guys we get back. Um, Braxton Roth, you know, another kid that we hopefully we get back this week too. But, you know, the other ones, it, it's probably going to be another couple of weeks where it, it might be the rest of the year. But I hope not. But it really does seem like the injury bug has hit yep. us. And we've got a lot of guys that are out right now. But when you look at it, Positively, we're getting some young guys some reps and, and getting them ready for the future as well. Last question, Northwest Kearney this Saturday up in Kearney, basically in all likelihood deciding who wins the MIAA championship. I'm not going to ask you who you like, but do you have a, a who do you think might win in that game? I don't know. <laughs> Hate seeing it, but you're probably not supposed to be friends with other people in the conference. But I love Coach Wright. And I love Coach Lynn. You know, we're, we, we we bounce a lot of things off of each other, and we we talk. You know, once every week, two weeks or something. You know, just to kind of go through things and how things are going and how you feeling. And uh, I know Northwest can win this game if they can stop T.J. Davis. You know, if they can stop the quarterback. You know, not give up the big play defensively. You know, I think they got a good chance chance to win that ball game. And I think with their D line and and the things that they do defensively, they got a good chance to do that. But you know, if TJ's on the fire and, you know, the receipt and they can get some play action and get some deep balls on him, you know, they got a good chance to win it. So it's going to be a battle. You know, two years ago, 2019, mm-hmm. Carney got all over yep. him and, and won that ball game. So really, to me, it's a toss-up. I mean, two teams going at it. Uh, if Carney wins, at least we can say we beat the MIAA Conference champs. There you go. That'll be an interesting one on Saturday. Tiger Talk brought to you by BTI, Great Bend, Buckland, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. Your John Deere dealers, BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. Need to squeeze in our final break? We'll have a quick preview of Emporia State right after this here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes, has just what you need. Charge it, battery smart charger starting at $42.99. Napa Exact Fit rear wiper blade starting at $10.99. 3M headlight restoration system, $17.99. Napa antifreeze coolant, green, full strength, $11.99 per gallon. Napa diesel exhaust fluid, $9.99. And ask about RV antifreeze. Shop today and save. Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Our clients know Bernard Hauer CPAs in Hayes and Garden City, but do you know Bernard Hauer? What you really should remember is that we have over 60 years experience built by establishing lasting relationships with our clients. So when you're looking for help with financial statements, dealing with the IRS, filing annual tax returns, require an annual audit, or just need business advice, contact us. With Bernard Hauer in your corner, you're not the only one looking for an opportunity to increase your bottom line. We are too. Bernard Hauer CPAs, we can help. We do that. Your life is a story, a remarkable tale full of joys and sorrows, successes and failures. At Golden Belt Bank, we have this idea, a belief, really, that the best way to serve you is by getting to know that story, even becoming a small part of it. It's more than deposits and withdrawals. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit us online at goldenbeltbank.com, member FDIC. Here we go. 
Three receivers right, one left. Here's your ball game. 21-17 Tigers. Six seconds left. Tweehouse takes the snap. Three down Nyman for the Tigers. Tweehouse stepping up. He heaves it toward the end zone. He's got a couple of men down there. It's batted down. It's over. Fort Hayes State has won it. The Tigers knock it away in the end zone. And Fort Hayes State ends their two-game skid with a gutsy win here in Warrensburg. 21-17 the final. Welcome back to Tiger Talk, our final segment. Tigers home this Saturday, Emporia State. They're 4-4. Four and four. I'm sure they feel a lot like you. Uh, they probably feel there's about a handful of games. They could easily have six or seven wins, uh, but it's not the case. But a good team, good offense. Boy, Gleason's good. They have the best passing attack in the MIAA. No, he's, he's phenomenal, great left-hander. He knows well, and they do a good job of you know, quick tempo. I mean, they get to the ball quick, and, and they run a lot of plays, you know, offensively, and they spread you out quite a bit, and they'll try to run the ball, and then they'll throw the ball out of it as well. I mean, they got a good offense, and it's, it's when it's clicking, it's clicking. You mentioned a left-hander, and it sounds crazy, but how does that affect a defensive back? How does it affect coverage and just how you go about it with the, with the guy with the lefty out there? You don't mm, see a lot of them. No, you don't, and it's it's – I don't know. I think you just got to kind of take the way you take a right hand. You know, you see it so much as you still got your read sides and and you know, with the way their their formations are set up, you just you just build everything off of that as well, and and just try to see you know where he's going to throw the ball more to and and where his eyes are at. So his eyes might change a little bit differently than the right-handed quarterback, but you know he he can run. You know he he's a tremendous athlete. I've got a strong arm, and, you know, he can make things happen with his feet, too. Defensively, I mean, they've been kind of opportunistic. They can get some pressure. They get some sacks. What, what do they do well? What do you have to do offensively to try to counter them? Just different looks. You know, they give you so many different looks. You've got a three down front, you know, with uh, three linebackers. And, you know, sometimes those linebackers are in different areas, and they've got a lot of, you know, secondary guys on the field and just putting them in different spots, too. But when it all said and done, it's, it, it's almost the same, but it's just – the alignments and the looks just kind of give you some, some trouble. Are they playing man? Are they playing, you know, cover three? Or, or are they playing quarter? So it's just something that we're going to really lock in on and, uh, you know, be ready for their blitzes as well because they're going to bring some pressure. All right, sounds good. Coach, as always, we appreciate it. Have a great week of practice. We'll see you for a 1 o'clock kick Saturday afternoon. Yes, sir. Thanks, Gerard. Appreciate you. You had said Coach Chris Brown. Again, that'll be a 1 o'clock kick, a little bit earlier than a normal afternoon game. We'll be on the air at noon with the Auto World pregame show over on Tiger Radio Mix 103 and the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk brought to you by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, GNL Tire Automotive, and, of course, we're live at the Golden Q. If the game's on, they're open back here next Monday, 12-15. See you then for the coach. Gerard Welbrock, so long, everyone.